Heyo, welcome back to Thoughts and Opinions, our, our own. I'm Jordan. And I'm Kirk. Kirk. Yes. This is season two. Season First two. Episode, season two. Season two of the pod, Jordan. Here we are. We're very excited. I'm excited if they couldn't tell already. We're excited to start season two. We appreciate our listeners obviously sticking with us. Another season. Thank yes. you yeah, yeah, so yeah. much. Hopefully, hopefully we'll have a good, uh, a good season coming up. We have some ideas. Oh, I have a lot of Yes, we have some ideas for season two. So, again, we are very excited to start it um, tonight or today. I thought we would talk about um, music a little bit. And sure. one of the, um, especially around the holidays, one of the, one of my favorite Christmas songs, you know, you have, you know, you've got those, those classics, you know, Jingle Bells, Frosty the Snowman, Joy to the World, you know, all the good. Silent oh, Night. Silent Night. Those are good classics. Away in a Manger. Away in the Manger. There you go. So, but one of my favorite uh, Christmas songs actually uh, came out in the uh, in the mid-80s, 1984, actually. Okay. Um, it's that song. I'm sure you know, a lot of people have heard of it on the radio. It's called um, Do They Know It's Christmas. That's a banger of a song. Yeah. So it's Feed the World, Do They Know It's Christmas. So. And it always pulls on my heart it, a little bit. <laughs> I get a little tear. It's, it's so a the, the backstory is basically. I mean, it's a charity. They call it like a charity super group. Though they had oh, like okay. they, they had forty artists from uh, England, from the UK, from Europe, and uh, Bob Geldof actually was the kind of the mastermind behind it. He he was he was from Ireland, and he was in a band called the Boomtown Rats. <laughs> uh, I know that's, the, that's the name of the the, the the name of his band. So anyhow, he was watching. Um, he was watching a, a. So the story goes, he was watching a documentary on uh, BBC about at the time there was a massive uh, famine in Ethiopia, and okay. they were showing some, you know, doing a documentary showing some, you know, tough, obviously, but you know, images. And interesting, sitting there in this house watching this, he felt very like. How, what what convicted. can I, convicted like yeah. what what can I do yeah. what, you know as a musician from Ireland you know what can I do to help someone you know get fed for a day or a, yeah. week or a month yeah. and so he came up with this idea and he ran it by a couple of his you know his buddies musician buddies and and basically said what if we got a lot of artists a lot of musicians and for like one day we're going to meet up in London at some like recording studio and, you know, everybody just donates their time for free and says, Hey, we've got this song. I I'll, I'll, I'll write it out. I'll have it all like, you know, uh, figured out and you just come in and just sing a part. Everybody gets like one line. And then there's okay. like, a, there's a chorus at the end. So that's basically what happened. And, some of the big names, you know, again, going way back in the 80s, uh, Bono. You oh, know, sure. Bono of U2, my all-time favorite. Of course, of course. My all-time favorite band. Uh, Adam Clayton, the bass guitarist from U2. He, yes. was, he was also there with uh, with Bono. Uh, George Michael from the group Wham. Oh, uh, yeah. I way know back, Wham. again, Wham. way back in the 80s. We're throwing some uh, oldie but goodie this, songs yes, uh, or names uh, out there. Uh, Boy George from Culture Club. Okay. If you know Boy George. And uh, so anyhow, so there was some other, you know, other big Duran Duran. I think the whole band from Duran Duran, they were still, they were. Phil they, Collins. Phil Collins. Yes. Uh, I can feel it. Coming was in it the, Boy George? Coming in. Yep. Boy George. So again, these are all like from the 80s. And so they all got together on a Sunday, I think, and they recorded the single like it was late November. And then they released it like a week later. And at that time, like immediately people, people ran with the idea. They said, this is a great idea. Why haven't we thought of it before? It's for a good cause. And so it sold like I think like worldwide it sold over eleven million copies. <laughs> wow! Went to number one uh, in the UK, and then of okay. course then then the Americans like well wait you know we we think we can do 
we think we can do something. As, you say, me do as, say. As, as Americans, we like to feel like we can, you know, also help out the world, which is true. So then they had the uh, <laughs> they had the song called "We Are the World." Oh uh, yes. By, uh, yeah. They they call themselves USA for Africa. Again, some of the big names: Quincy Jones, Harry Belafonte, uh, Michael Jackson, sure, Bob Dylan, sure. Bruce Springsteen, Stevie Wonder. So. Again, got a lot of the big names there from American, you know, uh, the pop, uh, pop and rock uh, artists. And so they released that in 85. And then that led into uh, Live Aid, uh, the big concert in July of 85. There was there was uh, there was a big um, in Wembley Stadium in England. And then uh, over here in, in the States, we had we had another big concert. And it raised, you know, I think it raised over like one hundred and thirty million dollars. So wow, all that all that really money awesome. that they raised. Yes. True. And then there was like Farm Aid. And there were some other, you know, some other uh, groups like, hey, this is a good idea and, and it caught on. But but I thought to myself, you know, good for those musicians. You know, they could have just kicked back and, you know, you know, lifted up in their, you know, mansions. But instead, <laughs> instead, they're like, hey, you know what? Yep. There, you know, we see a need. There's these, you know, there's there's a, there's a famine going on in Ethiopia. And even though it's not here in our country necessarily, but, it, you know, we're all human. And how can I help? You know, what can I do to help, you know, my other, you know, human, you know, brothers and sisters in the world. So that's so cool. It is. It's a great story. And so, but I was thinking, I'm hungry about just thinking about I know, it now. talking about food, but I was thinking about it because I thought, you know what, that's, it's interesting because, you know, as, as different as we are as, as, as people and the planet, all 8 billion of us, it's interesting because we all like all human beings, like today, when they woke up, they all have to have like three things to survive in, in my mind. It's oxygen. Like every, all of us have to yeah. breathe oxygen. <laughs> We all have to have some kind of like liquid to drink, like, you know, water or some kind of, you know, mm-hmm. beverage. And then we all have to eat food. That's, I mean, that's the way we were designed. That's the way, you know, we were created with our, with our bodies. And so I, you have to breathe oxygen. You have to have some kind of, you know, beverage, you know, liquid water, whatever. And you have to eat some kind of food. And so, um, but, but I, but I thought it was thinking, I was thinking about like, even in the scriptures, you know, you know, 2000 years ago when, when, when Jesus was ministering to people, you know, he was, you know, he started his ministry at age 30 and for just over three years, you know, he was walking and he was preaching and teaching and, and, but basically what he was doing was feeding people spiritually Yeah, and he was connecting to them, you know, on a spiritual, on a spiritual way. And, but there, there was that one story uh, and, and he goes out into the desert. I think it's in, uh, I think it's in Matthew chapter 15. Oh, yeah. He goes out into the desert, you know, he's been, he's been preaching, teaching to the, in the, in the cities there. And he, he, you know, has to take a little, you know, probably a little time out, whatever. So he goes out in the desert. Intermission. A little intermission because it's a lot of giving. But it's interesting because the crowd like followed him. They're like, hey, like wow, this yeah. guy, this guy is like connecting to me, like on a spiritual level, maybe like that no one's ever, you know, yeah. ever connected to me before. And so he goes out to the desert. And again, it's in the scriptures, you know, he, he keeps, you know, he, he, he keeps preaching and teaching. And then as the, as the sun starts going down in the afternoon and evenings, the disciples come up to him and say, you know, hey, Jesus, like, hey, we do a great job. You know, you're, you're, you're healing people. You're delivering up, people. Buddy, yeah, buddy. yeah, but hey, yeah, should we take a little, you know, a little, little, little <laughs> We're getting break, hungry, break for man. dinner? Yes. You know, we got thousands of people. We don't have like a restaurant out here, you know. And it's interesting because he said, well, what do we have? Mm. And there was a little, again, in the story, there was a little boy who had uh, his mom, I think, had packed she him. She knew, bro. She, she knew. knew. <laughs> she, she knew what was going on. So she packed him a little lunch and said, here's. here's she's like, my baby's not going with all those snacks. Right. Yeah. Now, why didn't she go with him? But that's okay. So she's like. and I Maybe she had to work. And maybe she was busy with something else. So, but she's like, hey, if you're really going out in the desert to see this guy named Jesus, take a little lunch because, you know, who knows how long it's going to be. And he had like five loaves of bread and two fish. But it's interesting because Jesus, he took that, he took the loaves 
and the fish and he blessed it. He prayed over it and it supernaturally it multiplied enough to feed, you know, over 5,000 people. That's so awesome. And I thought, wow, like, like again, Bob Geldof in the eighties realizing, Hey, yeah. there's a need physically. How can I help? What can I do? I'm going to, you know, come up with this idea and get as many musicians and artists together to uh, raise money and to raise awareness of the, of the famine there in Ethiopia. Here, Jesus says, you know, 2000 years earlier, a miracle, same thing. Yeah. yeah. Again, he, he, he perform, he's, he's preaching, he's teaching, he's, he's ministering to these people, but then, you know, there's a physical need too. So he's like, he's sure. connecting with them spiritually, but he's also, now he realizes he, he's got to connect with them. to the next level to take it to the next level. And, and he does the miracle. And I know, you know, I know, you know, we've joked about this before. Like sometimes we're in church, like on a Sunday morning. <laughs> And we might be whispering, Guilty. Like, and we're whispering like, hey, what are we doing for lunch? Or, you know, have you, you, you felt that way before? I mean, okay, confession, right? I can't hide anything from God. But yeah, there are moments where like, <laughs> I mean, every, everyone knows, right? Everyone knows the joke. And if you don't go to church, come on to any church in America. I'm sure <laughs> the pastor will joke. There's always that point in the time where the pastor's like, oh, hey guys, uh, cancel your lunch plans. We're going to be a little late here. I'm going over my sermon, but... <laughs> Yeah. So cheap laugh, but yeah. basically like, hey, like, yeah, I'm running behind. I know what's next, right? You go to church and then you get the Sunday lunch <laughs> special. I don't know what it is. <laughs> Sometimes even like nowadays, I feel like people will like sort of sleep in or they'll go to brunch first and oh, then they go to the later they, service. They go, they go the so service. they're not as hungry, but then you get out church later. Sure. So yeah. it's like, okay, yeah. whatever. The but church is, connected. Uh, church is connected in that way, especially on Sundays, like you said, especially in American culture. Yes. You either get in a, you're getting a brunch and then go to church or you go to church and then you got, you got lunch. Plans you got a lunch later. Yeah. And then if, if sometimes if you can't make it, you, you know, lean over, you're like, does there have gum, breath mint, you know, a little, little tic-tac. With you during church. But I found a hack to it and what? I don't know how good this was. <laughs> so I swear I love kids. So in the nursery, you know, or like the little children's church, if you helped out, there always came a point where it was snack time. Right. And. Let me tell you, those churches had the best goldfish I've ever had in my life. A little cheesy cracker little, goldfish, the yes. Goldfish, the yes. snack that smiles back. Yes. This is not sponsored, by yes, the way. Yes, we are not. Yes, not an ad, no, whatever. not an ad. But I'm I, just saying. I, those little, the little goldfish. I mean, they had Cheerios, yeah. you know, they had veggie straws. Yes. Sometimes, you know, the parent was feeling fancy and they'd bring their own private snack for the kid. Oh, sure. But those little kids knew. They would come up to me they more, knew. more. Yes. They would sign sign language and they would be like, more, more. Oh. And I'm like, okay, I just gave you a cup, but... Four cups later, you're good to go. <laughs> and a perk of doing that was having goldfish myself. So, man, I smashed on that goldfish so good. What 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 would it be like then nowadays? Like, what's the like? What would be equivalent? Yeah, the equivalent of like Jesus being out there, like you know, Coachella. I mean, I don't know when oh, Coachella will happen. Yeah, yeah. You're on the desert, right? You're there with like millions of people. Well, not millions, but like thousands yeah. of people concerts here there but you're out in the desert so it's hot and sunny or if like ariana grande or taylor swift or miley cyrus or demi lovato or selena gomez i'm totally name dropping here any of the current uh ladies chose to do like a concert out in the desert yeah and then they they just stop whether it's coachella or taylor swift they're like hey guys like we're gonna take a moment here you know something's going on with concessions but i know you guys are hungry and thirsty here's a bottle of water and here's like a little mini like jimmy john sandwich or subway sandwich and they just like and and it's not like oh they only feed like the people that are in the pit or like people who got the really good seats no it's like everyone including all the way back in the nosebleeds i'm assuming like their staff and crew too because i'm assuming the disciples got a little snack too so that would be so cool to like here you are you're at a concert 
and to, you're to surprise, yeah, to surprise a people moment with, yes. with your like celebrity that you're watching. Yes, and then like the pe- the person sitting in front of you, behind you, to the back of you. Like there you are for like five ten minutes. You're all just eating there. Yes, and you're like, wow, even that celebrity slash star singer is just like me. Like they're eating too. Well, because because so not only are they like entertaining them in terms and, and connecting with them on a, again, on a spiritual level, because music really is spiritually. I love music. But yes. Spirit. But it also, again, if an artist realizes like Jesus did, Hey, I'm, I'm ministering through song, but at the same time, like it's late in the evening and, and these people are hungry. We got to give them some kind of food or like you yeah. said, some kind of bottled water or something. That would, I mean, what a great story. That would be like, so what awesome. What a great story. C- CNN would definitely do something with that. Oh, man. Like, social media would, like, Social media it. would, it would oh, my gosh. So did you hear much. what Taylor did? Did you hear oh what Taylor did? Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. That would be cool. Hashtag feed Michigan. <laughs> feed, feed Michigan. The that other, would be so cool. The other, um, the other uh, story in the Bible, in the scriptures I was thinking about also was uh, in, I think it's John chapter 21, where Jesus is, it, 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 it's a one-on-one moment, teachable moment with, uh, his disciple, uh, Peter. Sure. And Jesus is, is talking to Peter and he said, you know, Peter, you know, do you love me? And Peter says, you know, Jesus, you know, of course, of like, course, come on, you're, you're, you know, I put my life on pause to basically follow you for three and a half years in your ministry here. And Jesus says to him, feed my sheep. Mm-hmm. feed, feed my sheep. And, and, and Peter's like, okay. So then, you know, a few minutes later, Jesus asked him again, do you love me? And mm-hmm. Peter's like, you just said, ah, yes, we just yeah. went through this. Yeah, of course I do. Feed my sheep. And they said, feed my lambs, feed my sheep. So Peter's like, okay. So then third time, Jesus says to Peter, do you love me? And now Peter's getting like angry. He's like, Jesus, sure. we literally just did this. <laughs> of course, I love you. Yeah. Of course, I am with you. I'm yeah. one of your disciples. I, I would give all, everything that I have to be with you. Feed my sheep. So it's like, I think Jesus was trying to say like, Hey man, like, yes, you know, supporting me, you know, being a good disciple, you know, following me around for three and a half years, but it's also, you have to reach out to other people. You have to take it to the next level. You have to take it to the next level and minister to other people because there are so many people, Jordan, who are desperately hungry, uh, spiritually and physically. There, There are people in our world right now that they have to hear about what can give them that nourishment? What can give them that to sustain them? That extra substance. Yes, through the rough times, through the good times, through the bad times. Because, uh, you know, again, food, food is, is, I mean, really is temporary. I mean, you, you eat it, you eat your meal and, you know, and like eight hours later, you're hungry, you're not, you're ready for your next meal, you know? (laughs) Uh, but, but spiritually, obviously what, what you can feed people spiritually, I feel like that, that connects with them a long, long way. Yeah. And, um, I think, I think just like inviting people out to eat. Oh, yeah. I feel like that's a very like Like, intimate way. Yeah. Yeah. And I think like everyone knows how to do it, right? Like the little preschoolers, they know it, they want it. And it's like, they know about snack time or lunch time or. Yeah. And then, you know, like, uh, I mean, when you're in school, you know, it's like, Hey, what do you have for lunch? Like, Oh, let's trade. (laughs) But like, even at work, you know, you do it like, how's your morning going? How's your afternoon? Like you look forward to lunch break. Yes. Like it's a time to like reset, recharge and like actually feed yourself. And then it's a little, it's a moment where like you can be, almost relaxed in a way like i mean even if you were to like eat at a state dinner with you know the president or the queen of england okay you know like yes you know you would have to dress up and it would be very formal but like you know the president's eating as well or the king or queen they're Mm. eating as well like everyone eats like everyone does it so it's almost like it's a very human 
instinctual, like very basic thing that you do. Yes. And then you can almost like relax and be like, okay, so yeah, like, you know, tell me more about you. Like, how was your day or how was your trip? You know, know how was, you know, your morning, you know, you know, what plans do you have? And then you slowly get to learn about them. And I think like you form that bond in that relationship Mm. because if you're eating by yourself, like no one's really going to know who you are and, you know, you won't really know who other people are too. So it's a way to connect. Now, if you don't want to talk, you know, if you're just having that rough day, you know, okay god bless you but like at the end of the day right like f- here in america feel like ha- family dinners are really yes. big for birthdays, the hot birthday weddings even weddings you have yeah. uh you know the night before you have the rehearsal, rehearsal dinner. dinner you do the rehearsal then you have the dinner after yes and then you know the wedding, wedding you know you have yes yeah, exactly yeah. so it's so so food can be very yes. significant yes. so then it's simple as like hey you know i'm just gonna go down to the vendor get a quick hot dog do you yes. want to come with me yeah. a quick like five or ten minutes like it's yeah. so simple yeah. um and you know you here in america we have so many food options yes. to do it i remember when i was in first grade uh a great way to motivate a first graders you know offering them free food so <laughs> we had a food drive you know because it, oh, right, it was around right. the holiday time yeah and i remember getting a flyer i remember you know mom took me you know we went to you know kroger meyer pick a grocery store and we bought you know some soup cans and yeah. she was like okay like you know you're, you're helping like the little girl right the little girl who can't have it you know you're helping a little girl same age mm-hmm. different circumstances so i think you know at age six or seven you're kind of like oh okay i'm just helping out like a friend whatever i just haven't met the friend like 20 years later you see like the significance you had and how like you're starting kids young here and you're like okay we're gonna start with charity i think everyone does a food drive it's not just you know school it's not just church like every corporation does a food drive yeah i remember soup kitchens soup kitchens are big um i remember when i used to work at starbucks you know all the leftover stuff that expired we would donate to food gatherers so that was really nice so everyone knows donate food like don't waste it or if you have waste donate to someone because i mean it's sad but you, you've seen homeless people and you know that they are right. just that desperate for food yeah and they don't know when their next meal is which is really sad i think i think again circling back time to, to kind of uh bob geldoff and and that song i i really feel like there's a there's a lesson here for oh us yeah definitely to, when you see someone in need when you when you see someone at work or at school or whatever I, you know invite them out for a meal invite them out to meal uh, get to know them, and you could be as classy as McDonald's. You could go again, <laughs> or yeah, as sophisticated just, as you know, a, a, you know, a five course meal yes, somewhere, like you said, like with the queen, or you know, some kind yeah, of yeah. Know, big fancy meal. Or again, it's just like a hot dog, vending machine, whatever. PB and J sandwich, yeah, 10, 20 minutes. But I think, I think, but I, but I really feel like, especially Bob Geldof, I'm like, good for him. He, again, as someone who you know was doing pretty well for himself and his band, you know, uh, back in the '80s, he realized, hey. Uh, I, I have to do something. Here. Yeah. And so from one guy in Ireland to come up with that idea and then how it snowballed. So I think, I think, I think, again, you know, we've kind of mentioned this before. What can we do to change the world using Bob Geldof? Offer someone goldfish. There you go. Whether it's starting <laughs> with goldfish with their preschooler yeah. or again, you know, who is, who is the, you know, current Bob Geldof of 2021, 2022? Yeah. What can we do now? to use food, to reach out to people. And then to, again, you know, as, as a charity group, as a donation, as a, um, uh, again, it's just a, as a humanitarian, you know, get invested in somebody else's life, whether it's one person or it's again, millions of people who are, 
going through a hard time. So, wow. Well, on that end, Kirk, uh, <laughs> would you like to have a meal with me? I'm really hungry. Let's go get something, Jordan. Uh, I'm, Let's uh, go grab something real quick. Yeah. Snack. I, yeah. I'm thinking of like five places right now. No, well, seriously, I'm hungry. We'll come up. We'll come up with an idea. Well, there you go. Well, thanks. Thanks for doing that. I, I enjoyed that one. You're welcome. Um, all right. Well, hopefully you're eating with a friend while you're listening while to you're this. While you're listening to our pod. There, there you go. go. All right. We'll catch you up for the next episode. Rock and roll.